Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. I'm your host, Teresa Marks, a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth in the U.S. I am joined today by my colleague, Halsey Schreier, also a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth. In today's episode, Halsey and I will discuss selling a privately held business outside of the family and those considerations that may be able to help the business owners position themselves for success, both before the sale and after the sale. This is part two in our three-part series focusing on the privately held business and how to plan for it. Okay, let's get started. We often see business owners that are ready to sell their company to a third party sometimes act a little too quickly. Maybe the decision comes up and, you know, all of a sudden it's, oh, we've got to make all these decisions. And so we often try to kind of slow the process. So can we talk a little bit about, you know, what should a business owner be thinking about once they've made the decision to sell to a third party as opposed to a family member or, you know, a close friend? So what, what what should some of our considerations be? I mean, so, I mean, selling a business is a huge decision. And I mean, it's going to be especially I mean, if you're the business owner, you may have started the business. It may have been there for a very long time. And you want to make sure that when you sell, it's really your one chance to take this thing that you built for so long and monetize it. And you want to maximize value. So the first thing we want to definitely think about is that it's a long-term process. Ideally, I mean, we'd like to have at least a few years beforehand, but you know, that, that doesn't always happen. So we've got to, you know, we've got, we have to sort of think about what can we do? So we want to make sure that, you know, the books and records are cleaned up, that if there are certain things that, you know, we all know small business owners may or may not get some aggressive deductions and everything else. But we want to make sure maybe they take, start to take some of that out if they're thinking about a sale. They want to make sure key employees and sort of key contracts that make their business what it is are there, are accounted for, are fully executed. We want to make sure that really the books and everything and the inner keeping, record keeping of the business are organized. And I think, and just remember that it's a, it is a long-term process. And the more time you have to plan for it, the better really the outcome can be. Because really the, the cleaner the books and records are and those contracts are, the more value you're going to get out of the business because the seller has fewer, excuse me, the buyer has fewer questions about the business and how it works. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what about, um, you know, structuring the sale? You know, so obviously, you know, so, okay, we're in a good position. We've maximized value, you know, through this long-term cleanup process. And then we start looking at, okay, I'm ready to sell. What's the structure? What should people be thinking about when it comes to structure? So there are a lot of different options to consider when you're trying to sell your business to a third party. I mean, and you're really going to work with your attorney and your accountant closely because there are a lot of different tax ramifications here. So, I mean, the biggest, one of the biggest differences between an asset sale and a stock sale. So stock sales generally are beneficial for the person selling, but not as beneficial for the person buying. And asset sales are the exact opposite where the person buying gets more of the tax benefit and the person selling sort of has to sit in the vacuum. See, and then you know, we are. Is it going to be a cash deal? Or is it going to be some sort of earn out? It's going to. Is it going to be paid over time? It's just there are a lot of different variables at play. So, really, it's you know, once you sort of realize you're heading towards the exit, it's making sure you work with the right team of advisors to get the right structure in place that will better suit your needs. So it has to be a thoughtful process. It does. Yeah. You're very, yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. And then what about, so all of a sudden the sale goes through and, you know, if it is a cash deal or, you know, all of a sudden we've got liquidity, which can, I think can be an adjustment for a lot of business owners, you know, where, you know, they've historically their value, their, their wealth has been tied up in a business. Now all of a sudden we've got cash mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe part cash, part stock. So what should the business 
business owner be thinking about when we get to that part of the, the sale process? This is, this is a huge adjustment. So they spent all this time building this entity and sort of building the intrinsic value of this business. And all of a sudden it's gone. Mm-hmm. And what's left behind is some sort of either pile of cash or some other mixture of assets. Mm-hmm. And now you have to survive on those assets. So mm-hmm. you're not getting that paycheck. You're not getting sort of that income stream from that business. You're relying on this portfolio to generate income and sustain your lifestyle. So it's a complete adjustment because mm-hmm. you're not going to the office every day. You may just be sitting there collecting checks and dividends and interest that they come in. But you want to understand what are your cash flow needs? And sort of plan around that. So once you have an idea of what your business is going to sell for, what taxes are owed, you want to really understand, all right, what does it take for me to live and what kind of lifestyle do I want to live? Mm-hmm. And can what I'm selling this business for sustain that lifestyle? So it's a very difficult decision because it's something that you are changing this the way you, you really finance your own living. So mm-hmm. it's something that you want to take slowly, really take the time to get the right people around you. And then at the end of the day, understand What do I need to live on and how can I make my retirement that much more enjoyable? Well, I think hand in hand with that is risk tolerance, right? I mean, somebody that's owned a business, you know, they haven't necessarily had to think about the ups and downs of markets Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that. So, you know, what do we think about in terms of that? So, I mean, they've really, so the business owner, they've had all their assets tied in one basket. And, you know, now they've sort of had their payday and they want to make sure that money stays around Mm -hmm. because concentration makes you rich, but concentration will also make you poor down the road. So we really want to think about potentially having a diverse pile of investments so that you can sustain market market ups and downs and really be there for the long haul because this in all likelihood is probably the one chance that you get at the bite of the apple to really change the wealth in your family. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, to kind of summarize all of this, it's, it's really about thoughtfulness. It's thoughtful in how you structure your books and records. It's thoughtful in how you, you know, think about the structure of the, the sale and then ultimately thoughtfulness in terms of your own cash flow and risk tolerance, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Want, yeah, you want to make sure you just, you know, have the right team of advisors around you because, these are, it's a new frontier. So to structure your team as best you can, and then that should help set up a successful setup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. We hope you found this topic interesting and that you will continue to explore the variety of wealth planning topics available to you on this channel. Thank you and have a great day. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group LLC and the private banking division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This document is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Concepts expressed are current as of the date of this publication only and may change without notice. Such concepts are the opinions of our investment professionals, many of whom are chartered financial analyst charter holders or certified financial planner professionals. Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards Incorporated owns the certification marks CFP and Certified Financial Planner in the U.S. There is no guarantee that these views will come to pass. Past performance does not guarantee future comparable results. The tax information contained herein is general and for informational purposes only. CIBC Private Wealth Management does not provide legal or tax advice, and the information contained herein should only be used in consultation with your legal, accounting, and tax advisors. To the extent that information contained herein is derived from third-party sources, although we believe the sources to be reliable, we cannot guarantee their accuracy. The CIBC logo is a registered trademark of CIBC used under license. Investment products are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.